Hey guys. Hey guys. And we are on episode 47. 42, ding dong. <laughs> 47 minus 5. 47 minus 5. Hey, you can do math. <laughs> yeah, we are on episode 42. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to continue our discussion of strange UFOs. Yes. So Most this episode, UFOs are strange. They are. This is basically, we could call it more strange UFOs. Yeah, stranger UFOs. Stranger UFOs. I like it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. So last time we talked about Jane Doe mm-hmm. and her strange encounter with an object in the Nevada, Utah area. The desert. Saw flats. Right. And uh, it was pretty cool. We talked a little bit about maybe some of our weird encounters with things that could be UFOs. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really talk about the big phenomena. Right. Phenomena. 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 Yeah. We didn't talk about that. So we need to do that now. Let's do yeah. it. So I heard you had a story. You I, I do have a story. Okay. I think you should just launch in. And I just want to, like, I'm going to go full strange on you. Okay, go full strange because I know you, you're going to get tired and you're going to start slurring your words and it's going to be boring. So I want I want you to put your heart into it, Austin. <clears throat> Deep in the backwoods of Hopkinsville, Kentucky. This is 1955, awesome. August 21st. This is good already. A hillbilly by the name of Billy Ray Taylor is out by the well on his family property. The rest of the clan, maybe 11 in all, sitting in the house far, far away. (laughs) Suddenly, a blast of light, a whirling sound, and a mysterious object appears overhead. It makes its way across the entire property over Billy Ray Taylor's head and settles itself nice and easy down in a gully. It was almost dusk. But not quite. It was still dark and hard to see. He runs back to his cabin, where his family resides, and says, Ma, Pa, everybody, come look at this shit. <clears throat> he explains... <laughs> you can't continue this. <laughs> you really said that. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging it, man. I'm thinking about all the sound effects I'm going to put in the background. <laughs> I don't know if this is really how it goes. This is kind of a really surface level view of what's actually happening. I just got to know, did you write this yourself? Did you like do the dramatic presentation of this? No, these are my notes. Oh, so you're making it up as you go? Well, I'm I'm using my memory in my notes. Well, that's that's good, man. I like it. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll get back. Okay. Go, go. Forgive me if some of my facts are wrong. Still makes for a good story. Okay. So they make their way back. <clears throat> so, <laughs> Come on, man. Get back into character. You're doing too good. It's hard. <laughs> Let me have a drink. I like it when you talk because I can just sit here and drink my beer and listen. <clears throat> right? Very entertaining. Oh, Bob. Let's see this shit. So <laughs> Billy Ray Taylor and maybe like his cousin or some other burly backwoods dude head on out to the other side of the property with a couple of guns, a twenty-two long rifle, Maybe a 20-gauge, maybe a 12-gauge. You know, farm guns. Farm guns. So they head outside. Before they know it, they're encountered by three-foot-tall little monsters, armored 
and with big old claws, big heads, and bigger ears. What? They start getting in a conversation, some kind of back and forth articulation with these monsters. These monsters get too close. They give them a couple warning shots. The monsters do all kinds of crazy flips, trying to get away from these bullets. The monsters never get too close, but one does apparently grab Billy Ray Taylor's head or arm or hat while it's hanging off the awning of their little cabin where they reside. So they shoot at these monsters, okay? And it's getting a little bit later in the day. So they get out of the house, threatening for their lives because they cannot take these suckers down. They get in their car, head on out of town, all of them. They go straight to the police, where the police is like, nah. The police come back to their house now. It's not quite bright outside. They do a little perimeter search, nothing. But there are bullet holes in the screen door and evidence of a firefight. So the police leave, and the aliens come back. And they get into another kind of confrontational situation here. They head back into town. Photo team's coming. Cops are coming. Everybody's coming back to look at this Hopkinsville encounter. That's all I got. This is a real thing? This is Hopkinsville Hopkinsville encounter is kind of what it's called. So you did a dramatic presentation of the Hopkinsville. Yeah, it was a really bad presentation. I bet you there's a lot of detail that I messed up or... But the story is basically the same. Basically, these kind of a backwoods family in Kentucky in 1955. They're 1955, in their, Kentucky. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. That explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they, if they ain't gigging frogs, they're shooting little green men. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> they're at their house, and uh, this guy, Billy Ray Taylor, which is a perfect backwoods guy name. Yeah, that's a great name. Billy Ray Silas Taylor Cyrus. <laughs> Um, I, here he had a daughter that would swing like a wrecking ball. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No daughter of mine be swinging like a wrecking ball. That's for damn sure. Swinging naked on a wrecking ball. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, so they, they have this this guy sees this spaceship fly over his head and apparently kind of lands in a goalie. And then <clears throat> and then long story it, it, short. Was there any description of the of the UFO of the flying not, saucer? Not in my quick little overview and kind of. Brief summary I made. There might be, um, hmm. but I know it was pretty dark approaching morning. So they didn't have like a lot of time to observe because it was dark. And yeah. and then by the time it, it's bright outside, um, the camera crews and stuff come and, and everything's kind of jumbled. Yeah, it flies over his head. And then he, I think, goes back and gets maybe his cousin or somebody. And they kind of go out to investigate this. And they, they get in like a shootout with these little, yeah. they're almost like, they remind me of gremlins. Like yeah, gremlins. Yeah, like uh-huh. the Mogwai after eating after midnight. Yeah, they're like doing flips and dodging the bullets and like the bullets. So, but they didn't hit any of them. They just missed them all. Well, they think they hit them and they like retreat and then they come back. And they were mm-hmm. wearing like shiny kind of chrome armor suits and they had claws and stuff. Was apparently that, what was that movie with? Uh, was it the Mummy or was it the the Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Or there's the little creatures the little green creatures or whatever that are chasing them through we've well, talked that was about, the mummy yeah we talked about yeah we talked about the mummy this. yeah I mean, like, that's what it reminded me of hob, like hobgoblin hob, yeah hobgoblins yeah so yeah they're three feet tall. yeah it's a funny story and they're shooting at them there's actually bullet holes in the cabin like door and stuff where they were shooting 
Weird. And apparently one like grabbed his hair or took his hat off, mm. like leaned over the awning and grabbed him. And then they took off and then police came and made a report. I, as far as I understand, said that there was something happened, but no spaceships were found, you know? That's and crazy. They, Another thing I thought of while you were talking about it is mm-hmm. that you said that the guns that they had were farm guns. Is that what you said? Farm guns, yeah. Farm guns, which is funny because you, you said that and it flashed me back because we had a twenty-two long rifle. We had a 20 gauge. <laughs> you want me to go grab them? Yeah, we had a 12 gauge. I know. You've got them right now. I've got it's a like, 20 gauge, 12 gauge, and a <laughs> couple 22s over there. And and that's exactly what we had. That's crazy. <laughs> know, funny, huh? I thought that was funny. It made me chuckle. Um, and the other thing oh. I thought of, and I know you're going to add a little more detail here, but those little green guys, those little creatures, that was a lot like what my sister dreamt or saw in the hallway that I talked about in the last episode Mm. that scared me so bad as a little kid that I'd go sneak up into mom and dad's room and sleep on the dog pillow. Right. Um, She, so she called me and she was telling me about her dream and that I had basically everything correct, but she did have time loss. So she had that and then she woke up and it was morning. You know, a lot of people would just call that a, a dream. Yeah, but it was more like <laughs> sleep paralysis. She said that she could not move her eyeballs. Oh, weird. She's she, fixed they were the frozen, floor. and she couldn't move, look away. She couldn't blink <laughs> as they came into the room. So there you go. Another thing I wanted to just throw out here before we delve into that, maybe a little bit more, that experience, is... We are once again recording remotely. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And I hope our listeners can hear a little quality difference because we invested a little bit of time, a little bit of money. We have Mm -hmm. some better microphones and uh, a little better internet connection, hopefully. So I am once again down here at the site of my sister's uh, abduction Mm. in Twin Falls, Idaho. And you are up in Meridian? No. You're in Nampa. I'm in my house. Yeah. In the ghetto in the ghetto <laughs> that's a good song yeah yeah that's good in the ghetto yeah so anyway we're trying this again i think it's going to be a much much better episode at least as far as quality of sound goes maybe not quality of substance but at least yeah, quality right. of sound yeah i don't know i think my hopkins villain counter was spot on yeah, that was good. I have to admit, that was really good. And I'm going <laughs> to spice it up big time with okay, sound yeah. effects like Ricochet Bullock. <laughs> I was going to do noises, but I figured you'd put it in there for me. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do all that stuff. Yeah, it's going to be oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's cool. So anything else you wanted to say about that? What, what was the it again? Hopkinsville? Hopkinsville. Hopkinsville. And I guess it's close to Kelly, Kentucky or I, maybe like Kelly County. Mm. I, I don't know. Cause it's Kelly. It says like Kelly, Kentucky, Hopkinsville throughout the uh, articles that I read. So hmm. how did you hear about it? I don't know where I heard about it first. The podcast I listened to while I was at work, just to kind of touch up on this ridiculous story was uh, astonishing legends. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's like, I like this. It's, it's a little similar to our podcast, just two dudes talking. I think they're a little more refined than we are. But yeah, I, I have reason not to hacks. believe. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I think the one guy, Forrest, uh, I Gump? can't remember the names. Forrest Gump. <laughs> I think the one guy. I think he's from Southern Idaho. Hmm. 
he drops little hints and says things that I'm like, ah, oh, dude, you probably Southern Idaho fellow. No wonder it's a good podcast. Yeah, it's coming out of the land of taters, bud. The land of taters and milk and honey. Taters, milk, and honey. Yep, yep. <laughs> a, lot right. of, a lot of honeys here in Idaho. No. Have you ever heard Actually, that song by Afro Man? No. It's called Idaho. No. Idaho. 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 Potatoes ain't the only thing that you grow. Hell no. <laughs> I haven't heard that. You should you should listen to it. <laughs> that is a terrible song. Why would you even let me listen to that? <laughs> hey, we're using a uh, a real-time streaming utility called StreamYard, and we can see each other. Do you see what I got on right now? You see what yeah, I got? That super sweet hat. Yeah, a strange thing. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that cool hat that. guy? Got it for a Christmas present from some doodad. Oh, yeah. That's from me. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I love this hat. It's good. It fits comfortable on my big yeah. melon. I like this hat. I've been wearing mine backwards because my front of my head gets hot. Well, And it, I like to look like a cool kid. So you're advertising to anybody that's following you. You know everybody who's near me is looking at my butt anyway. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look up and there it's it is. It's better advertisement. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you got any UFO stories to tell? Well, yeah, I do. Yeah. So I did a little research. I wanted to have something that was kind of unique. One thing I want to say. So the whole topic of UFOs is kind of weird. Uh, it's strange. It it fits categorically really well into our podcast and our name because they're strange things. What the heck are these things? I mean, they've been around for a long time, but really they kind of caught on like in the fifties and sixties, even like in Roswell, you know, maybe in the Mm forties. But before that, there wasn't a lot of this kind of stuff recorded. Now I, there were some things in like the late 1800s, where people were, you know, saying that they saw flying saucers and that kind of stuff. Some kind of floaty in the yeah. space. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really kind of a something that's really grown in popularity over the last probably 50 years. More right. than than it ever has. What do they call that? The, the UFO... UFOlogy? No, no, no. Like a boom. They call it like a... A sonic UFO boom? No, 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 no. <laughs> But like when it becomes really popular, there's a, there's a name that they use for that, like spike or something. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know if you think about it, just shout it out. But what occurs to me is, I mean, we have things that are inscribed on ancient stellas or in hieroglyphics or Or petroglyphs or pictopeckers. Yeah, (laughs) there are inscriptions on there and in ancient art that kind of maybe people could say looks like flying machines or some kind of chariots of the gods that land. So it's not something that was foreign to people of ancient times, but now because of movies and the things we see and the ready access to like YouTube and video channels, um, everybody knows what UFOs are. And I think they've also kind of created their own reality. It's like everybody expects for them to be real. And in a way, right. I don't think anybody would be extremely surprised if a UFO showed up um, because yeah. we, we're prepared for it. I don't know about prepared, but we it's, it's definitely on like our collective mind, you know, mm-hmm. as a society or whatever. 
there's so many movies and so many things. And like you got Joe Rogan, like, there's no way we could be the only people in the universe. And right, you know, yeah. other you know, podcasters and TV people and scientists saying that the probability of other life being on other planets is mm-hmm. 87.98% or whatever. I don't think yeah. that's a real fact, but you know, there, it's just like the common knowledge is that we're not the only people in the universe. Yeah. And the media frenzy around it is that mm-hmm. these things exist. Now what they are, that's a different question. So, right. you know, we got to kind of ask ourselves as we kind of delve into this stuff, what are these things? I mean, what are That's the possibilities that these things are? Okay, name a few, Austin. What What do you think? Uh, UFOs are what? What are the possibilities? Well, the first thing I think a UFO is is just a, a, an object that's um, flying, and uh, you can't identify it. <laughs> It's unidentified. So that's what I know a UFO is. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I, think, okay. I, think a lo- I think a lot of times it's some kind of misinterpretation of something that you're seeing um you hear like uh, give me a for instance what what would that be so like people driving through nevada they've heard the area 51 stories they've heard all these alien stories ghost stories all this you know that their uh their brains in this space of like aliens and jumpy nevada i don't know Mm -hmm. you get it the desert yeah yeah and a crop duster flies by them and then it flies by them again and crop dusters don't move really fast and they're kind of weird looking and they kind of follow roads sometimes because that's where the field they are. could be lit weirdly by the sun yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, even just at night, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and next thing you know, there's this UFO encounter, but really it's this 65 year old farmer who's just <laughs> crop dusting late at night, you know? Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that one of the, one of the things that these could be, are normal everyday flying objects that are for whatever reason misinterpreted and reported as unidentified flying objects because they aren't recognized for what they truly are. So natural, natural objects. Okay. I think, yeah, I think there's things that come into play. Like, Mm -hmm. like I, I gave the three things. So location they're in Nevada or -hmm. when you're up in the mountains or whatever, someplace isolated or, kind of has a aura of mystery around it. Yeah. And then, and then you're thinking about that stuff in your subconscious and then you see something all of a sudden that's that you can't identify and you don't have enough time to identify it. So your mind does the rest. Are you looking for UFOs? (laughs) I heard a bang behind me. Weird. I got goosebumps. <laughs> like a monster. Well, no, okay. No. So naturally occurring, kind of a misinterpreted or misidentified regular day, everyday object. Yeah. Or thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's one. Okay. Second, what, what's another one? Um, I think it's actually stuff that can't be identified because we don't know what it is, but our government knows what it is or somebody's government knows what it is. And the majority of the population is just, oblivious as to what technology is out there. Okay. So like a secret, um, some kind of secret government or even you could even take that to it's something flying and you just don't recognize it Mm -hmm. and it's weird looking. So maybe it's the government doing weapons testing or testing a new airplane. Okay. Maybe it's uh, the guy down the street built a millennium Falcon drone 
any that has around. LED lights all around it. He's buzzing it around your house, and it looks like it's really far away. It's actually unidentified. It's not something, oh, that's a A-10 Warhog just buzzing yeah, yeah, yeah. Boise, yeah. Idaho for the 30th yeah. time today. So what I'm kind of trying to do is strip off, you know, the possibilities and, and boil it down to what are the possible things. And I think you put your finger on two of them. One is that it's a misidentified, regular, everyday kind of a flying object, whether yeah. that's an airplane or a weather balloon or something like that. Second is that it's some secret kind of technology that maybe the government is testing, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still kind of like category one in that it's it's a natural a phenomena that has an explanation that maybe is covered up, but it it's something that's real and tangible and has yeah. a logical kind of explanation. There's no um, extraterrestrial explanation. Right. So then that would be the third one, right? The extraterrestrial, which would be something that is not from our um, realm and that I, is manifesting in our atmosphere or whatever, right? That, that would wouldn't be, be my possibility. Third. That would be a third, but that wouldn't be my third. What would you? What would your third be? My third would be it's people presenting information that isn't true to have some sort of itch scratched within so a hoax. them. You're saying a hoax? Yeah, a hoax. Yeah, and or even, not even. I mean, I guess I I don't know the definition of hoax that well. Maybe, but not even like they're trying to fool people. But they just are trying to get attention and they'll do whatever it means. Right. That's why I think you get it a lot in like low income, like trailer park type environments. (laughs) Because those people are desperate. They just want to be known for something. They want to have a stake in the world. And not that there's anything bad about trailer parks. They're 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. I thought that was a little condescending, but okay. We've lived in a trailer. (laughs) We have. We've lived in a trailer. And we lived in a park. Yeah. Yep. So we're down by the river. Yeah. And we wanted to be special. And we did. That's why we started a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, I see what you're saying. You're saying that people, maybe it's not even for a hoax, but obviously they're making stuff up so they can get attention for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think categorically that kind of fits with hoax because... They're creating a hoax, whether or not the, you know, they might have different reasons for it, but it's really, they know it's not true and they're just making it up. Right. Yeah. And then your fourth one then would be that it is actually. It's an actual alien spaceship. Mm -hmm. Or interdimensional spaceship. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Sure. I like the whole interdimensional spaceship thing better than like, you know, some outer space spaceship because nobody ever sees these things coming in from outer space. And if they're jumping, if they're teleporting through a portal, then that's trans-dimensional. It's not... It's like that scene in the Avengers where those big, like, whale things go into, oh, like... swim through the air? Yeah, and they, like, come through the sky in, like, a big round portal. Yeah, and then they the don't... things flake off of them. Yep. The, the little shippy things, whatever they are. Yeah, those are weird. Shippy things, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but like they, it like goes, and there's like a big old circle in the sky, mm-hmm. like cloudy stuff. And then behind that. And they're inside, trying to plug the hole. I don't know about they're that. They're trying to block that kick, block that kick. I don't know what that means. It's a joke. It's a bad joke. I'll, I'll tell it to you sometime. <laughs> okay. But okay. no, like inside of the circle where it like opens up the sky is this is a skyscape behind them with just stars. 
and constellations and stuff like that. It's like they just came from the middle of nowhere space and they zoomed into our atmosphere. It's kind of cool. Well, I think you've got the right categories. I think that's exactly the ones that I had kind of picked out. And I bet you if you did research, people would put them in that same kind of buckets. Yeah. And and when I say people, I'm talking about people who investigate unidentified flying objects or UFOs. Yeah, like like nerds. (laughs) I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like MUFON, you know, the mutual UFO network. Yeah. You know, they train their people to you know, to basically use investigative techniques to try to find out if something is one of those categories. So they're the men in black. No, MUFON would talk about the men in black. MUFON are just a bunch of people that are out trying to find, you know, the truth about UFOs. Right. So, yeah. So, no, the men in black are people that MUFON would try to uh, interrogate or investigate. (laughs) That could be a really fun... We should just do a men in black episode. You know, I mean, they've been around, I think, since like the 1950s or 30s or something like that. A long time. But now... the I don't know about Will Smith, but the other guy... What was his name? Excellent question. And the answer you're looking for lies right here. He's probably been around a while, but I don't think Will Smith's been around since the 50s or... No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actual reports of men in black um, around UFOs. Um, I think that started in like the 50s. I I read something today. I I just can't remember um, what it was. And wasn't well now I riveting. Was, I was telling you that, but then I was thinking about the guy. Isn't that Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, that's Tommy Lee Jones. I yeah, think. okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was bringing into my head while I was trying to tell you the <laughs> thing. And you know, I'm like a I, I don't have enough bandwidth to do three things at once in my brain, so it short circuited there. Just kind of <laughs> Yeah. But you got yeah, the name, so, though. Yeah, but they have those four categories. Oh, okay. Which are, you know, a misidentified natural thing, a totally made up fictitious thing, mm-hmm. a hoax. Wouldn't that be a made up fictitious thing? What were our four? <sighs> Your first one was what? Misidentified. Misidentified normal airplane. Yeah. Your second one was stuff we don't know about in the government. Okay, secret government stuff. And the third one was hoax. And the fourth one is actually alien or some kind of outer space interdimensional being craft thing. Extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial spacecraft or something. So, you know, I I don't know what these things are. Right. I I think a lot of people, I think it's a mix of maybe everything. The only thing I'm not sure of is if there really are interdimensional or interstellar kind of spacecrafts. So, I mean, you hear about all of these things and people are seeing things all over. I mean, you go back to Roswell and you ha- you have this kind of cover up and then they say it was like a weather balloon and then there was spacecraft and supposedly mm-hmm. they found bodies and they've been dissecting them in secret labs and, you know, having autopsies, all this weird stuff. Um, and and basically, I don't know if I can believe any of that. I want to believe that stuff, but right. I don't know if I can. And, you know, when we talked about, in our initial episodes, we talked about uh, cattle mutilations, and we talked about the UFO connection to that, and then we talked about how people were seeing these, like, 
weird connections with uh, Bigfoot. And we talked about maybe oh, yeah. that, that they were like using cattle as surrogate mothers for the alien in vitro fertilization of of synthetic bodies for alien beings or something i mean we kind of went quite the uh theory yeah it's a really cool movie script but you know (laughs) we just a really b movie script (laughs) very b movie yeah but you know honestly i don't know i don't know what to think about it and uh anyway but i i did run across this story that i thought was pretty cool and uh, this is called the Morristown UFO sightings. Ooh, Morristown, huh? Yeah, and unlike some sightings, you know, that are like you know Roswell or whatever that was well in the past, this is something that occurred uh, relatively new in like 2009, recently. Oh, okay. And it's something that was seen by thousands of people. It was reported by a whole host of like local, regional, and even national news sources nice yeah so i mean it was something that was like it was a big deal it's kind of a little more credible than what you know hopkinsville in 1955 exactly and this happened in morristown new jersey in uh, 2009 so basically what happened was people started calling in and this is on january 5th of 2009 people started calling into the police station in 911 and saying hey we're seeing these floating red objects in the air hmm. and it's weird. We don't know what they are. And there's like four of them and they kind of are scattered, but then they kind of come into alignment and, and they're like moving weird. And what is it? The first call came in in Morris County at about where's Morris County. It's in New Jersey, New Jersey, All New right. Jersey. Right. So we got a bunch of guidos. At 8.28 in the morning, they get a call. It's like, hey, I'm seeing something floating around in the air. And then more calls came in. There was quite a few. And this is on January 5th. Okay. So anyway, the the police department got involved. They called the local airport. And they said, hey, we're seeing these things in the air. Do you have any idea what it is? What's the situation? Right, exactly. Some of the workers at the air terminal went out, and they could see the things in the air. And they tried to see if they were visible on the radar. And they were not. Oh. And uh, as they looked at them, you know, they applied what kind of specialty they had as, uh, you know, air traffic controllers. Air traffic controllers. Yeah. But they estimated <laughs> that these lights that were in the sky doing these weird interactions were about 2,500 feet in the air. <laughs> so they were well up there, but they weren't appearing on the radar. And a lot of the, the regional and local news come. Gosh, my brain. You want me to help you? Sure. If I had to name a newspaper company in New Jersey, mm-hmm. I'd call it News Jersey. News Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of the TV and local media companies kind of caught on to this and they wrote stories about it and stuff like that. And then they had these two guys that reported an interaction with these lights. They said that they were driving in their car and these lights zoomed over the top of them and then kind of took off into the sky they're moving erratically and it kind of freaked them out. And uh, these guys kind of became the face of these UFOs or whatever you want to call them. And uh, their names were Joe Rudy and Chris Russo. So Rudy and Russo. Russo is a good name. Yep. So two guys. I was in thinking a car. like Polly D. 
Oh, yeah. Russo. I'm just thinking and, a new Joyzy. Yeah. Rudy. Famous creep. Rudy and Russo. But anyway, these guys were out driving around, and this, these lights buzzed the car. And they actually were quick on the draw, and they actually got some video of this thing. We were driving on Hanover, and all of a sudden we see these lights literally zip over our car. They pulled over, grabbed Joe's camera, and started shooting. The lights seemed to ascend and descend um, almost in a sequence. And their video kind of went viral, and their story went viral, and they found themselves in the news and all kinds of stuff. But meanwhile, other things were happening, like uh, MUFON got involved with it. They started doing mm -hmm. an investigation. The local stations started their own investigations, and, and eventually it was even picked up by Fox News. And partly that's because there was more than one sighting. So the first one happened on January 5th. Well... On January 26th, there was another sighting, and multiple people called into the, the local police departments and reported these sightings again. And it kind of had people kind of freaking out a little bit. And then it happened again on January 29th. Then it happened again on February 7th. And then on February 27th, you know, 20 days later, was like the end all of these red craft flying around when nine of them were seen kind of doing weird formations off of the major highway hmm. and uh, it was causing the cars to stop and pull over kind of caused a little traffic jam um, people were starting to get kind of nervous so there were uh, lots of witnesses to this last yeah, one too. yeah and the regional news got bigger and bigger and uh, MUFON you know they'd commented on it that it sounded like this there's no way this could be a, a an aircraft because aircraft have to have a red light on their wing and mm. these were obviously not aircraft something else is going on here they had witnesses that said that the things would like look like they were just randomly scattered in the sky and then all of a sudden they'd come into alignment and uh, then they would disperse and then they just take off it was you know it was a crazy deal and people in that area were were a little freaked out oh yeah and, that makes and sense. it makes and it became a media circus. So this mm -hmm. is like in February when, when this climaxed. All of these investigations start going on. Um, the local police departments in the different counties, and there were different counties like in Morriston, there was Hanover Township, uh, Morris Plains, Madison, and uh, Floor Harm Park. All of these cities had their own police departments, and they were being inundated by calls about these strange Flying UFOs. red dots. Right. And you could imagine people were seeing these things, and some of the reports were like, "Well, you know, maybe it's a maybe it's like a, a lantern, one of those sky lanterns that are up there floating around." Or uh, I think the police chief or one of the lieutenants at uh, Morristown actually is the one that said that I think these things are are like flares tied to helium balloons or something. Mm -hmm. um, except for people were saying that they were obviously acting like they had some kind of intelligence and that they were connected because they would make formations in the sky. Right. These two characters that initially reported this, Rudy and Russo, they ended up being on TV shows. They released a bunch of video that they had taken when the original spaceships or whatever they were, the UFOs buzzed their car. They became basically pretty famous. Hmm. And uh, everything was kind of at a heightened sense of, of alarm. And, you know, people were trying to figure out what it was. Until, and this happened in oh, April. there's an until. Until, on April 1st, mm -hmm. a magazine came out with an article. Skeptic Magazine. No, oh, I wonder what that's about. 
and some contributors had written an article about how they had created a hoax Mm. to discredit ufologists. They said that ufology was a basically a pseudoscience joke, yeah, and uh, that people believe this stuff were crazy and childish, and that the whole idea of eyewitnesses and the reliability of those eyewitnesses was suspect. And those two characters were the same, Russo and Rudy. Oh, those guys. same two guys had gone out and created a giant hoax. It was all a hoax, and News 12 New Jersey's Derek Dennis found out why two guys from Morris County did it. That's our top story this half hour. Joe Rudy and Chris Russo used helium balloons and flares to make a point about UFOs. A judge in Morris Plains brought them back to Earth on Tuesday. And they had taken all kinds of video showing the entire process of how they did it. To the credit of the of the lieutenant at the uh, Morristown Police Department, he had it right. They were basically tying flares to helium balloons and letting them go. Crazy. And uh, they had documented all of this stuff on video. And then in the magazine, they had all kinds of links to it. In fact, if you look it up, Morristown UFO hoax, you'll be able to f- see a lot of these things on YouTube. Uh, yeah, let's check it out. It's pretty interesting. You know what's funny is we just had my son's, my youngest son's birthday party. And we bought a bunch of Mickey Mouse balloons. Yeah. And I, I actually thought, because they're all tied together about putting little lights on each one. We get those little LED lights, putting little lights on them and just letting them go randomly at night and seeing if people will freak out. I didn't do it because that's kind of littering. But I think that'd be hilarious. And then you bring this yeah. up. Yeah. Because we got all these balloons. And I'm like, ah, oh, I should, I should like, do that. See if I can freak people out. And then you're like, oh, it was just balloons and flares. That's yeah. funny. So these two guys, um, Joe Rudy and Chris Russo, had basically staged this whole thing. And they called it a social experiment. They were intentionally doing it with the sole purpose of discrediting the whole UFO, you know, scene phenomena. Okay. Um, and because of that, they were both praised and they were criticized. Like uh, MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, criticized them not so much because they were doing something fake, because right. they want the truth. They don't want to report on something that's fake. But they criticized them for putting people and the property in jeopardy by having these flares Um, flying through the sky you never know where they're going to land you know they could have destroyed homes or property actually you know caused a problem um the police department was very upset because they wasted a lot of demand hours and um, trying to pull over on the freeway and stuff exactly a lot of danger there so as a consequence they were arrested um they (laughs) they originally you know they nobody knew what they were going to be charged for but they were eventually on april 7th they both pled guilty to disorderly conduct and were each sentenced to 50 hours of community service and had to pay a $250 fine. Oh, now these two guys kind of are infamous. Um, some people think they're, you know, are awesome because they expose the pseudoscience of ufology. Other people Mm -hmm. think that they were a couple of hacks and, and, you know, basically are detriment to people who are actually trying to find the truth. There's nothing Chris and I could have done to um, disprove UFOs visiting Earth. But hopefully we maybe change a few people's minds. 
at least got them to rethink. Next time they see lights in the sky, what could that be? Is it an alien? Or maybe is it two guys pulling off a prank in the woods? I don't know. What do you think? I think that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of funny. You could just pick up on uh, Russo and Ricky, Robbie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was it? Rudy. Rudy and Russo. You could just kind of see them. They they holding a couple of beers. They just enjoying the day. And then, dude, did you dude. look at Facebook today? And <laughs> yeah, then, <laughs> we got. Do, 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 do. They've we been got... watching them. We got so many views on this. Yeah, yeah. it'd be amazing. And I they're probably know. all just... hyping each other up. They're like, let's do some steroids and go to the gym and then hit the club. They probably then... made tons of money, probably. yeah, off of it because they got so you many views. All their like, I don't know, two hundred fifty dollar fine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think they offset that at least? Well, you know, it kind of got me thinking about it. So how many of the actual sightings that we see are hoaxes? I think it's a bigger percentage than we want to actually believe, especially if you're like me and want to be a believer. You mean like the mainstream ones, like the ones on TV or Well, yeah, you see tons of them. I mean, just look up UFO on uh, YouTube and you'll see thousands. Um, And obviously some of them are hoaxes, but the ones that are more realistic, you still think are hoaxes. Uh, go to Hoaxes. Facebook. There are all kinds of groups and uh, pages about UFOs and and uh, you know I I I don't know I I want to believe that there is some kind of weird thing going on, but at the same time I just think people are weird and they have a lot of strange things going on all the time. So I mean, yeah. what's real? Why is it? If let's just say, case of argument. What if the majority, the vast majority of all of these things are hoaxes or disinformation? Okay. Which what I think is, is an accurate statement. Yeah, I think it's probably pretty accurate. So what does that do to things that kind of associate with UFOs? Say things like our initial kickoffs, um, cattle mutilations. I don't know. I think it means people are really dedicated to their hoaxes. Or it means and aren't that, willing to get... that those things, the cattle mutilations, are basically from the same source. Which means hoax something natural or some kind of government conspiracy misinformation campaign. Yeah. I don't want to believe. I think, I think for sure you can sum them up in the same buckets. It's people on a, not knowing what they're looking at. So something natural weird happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then something weird happening and them not knowing about it. Just a lie, a bold faced lie or actually something weird and nefarious happening. Mm-hmm. Well, satanic cults. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. in there. That's like an unknown, but it's kind of a conspiratorial kind of thing. Right. And then you, it, or you could have the government side. So, why would the government be involved in the regimented and continual, ongoing practice of mutilating cows and dropping their bodies out in the wilderness? I don't know. Probably some kind of fetish. And why would they tie UFOs in with it? I don't know. I, mean, of... I remember our, uh, I think it was our second. Um, installment of our podcast and we talked about this uh, place down in Utah where the police actually chased black ops helicopters to the airport. Oh yeah, I remember that. And the helicopters actually had an apparatus that made them look like maybe they were some kind of disc shape Mm -hmm. and that they were intentionally trying to cover whatever they were doing with misinformation about it being a UFO. Hmm. Because as soon as something becomes a UFO, then it's out there. It's not real. It's a bunch of crazy wacky Yeah, people. it's kind of like uh, mm-hmm. when Pippin says, the closer you are to danger, the farther you are from harm. 
The closer we are to danger, the further we are from harm. It's like, it's so outrageous. We'll never yeah. get caught. It's so ridiculous. We'll just, yeah, nobody's going to Nobody's going to come claim it. Yeah. It can never go mainstream. And so I wonder about that, you know, as, as I kind of delved into this whole idea of UFOs and trying to put a realistic spin on it rather than maybe a sensational spin, which is where I want to go. Right. You know, what is the reason behind UFOs? And then what does that mean to other things we've talked about in the past? Since there has been an increase in cattle mutilations and UFO sightings, I just read an article today. In fact, I posted it on our group page and I think on our our podcast Facebook page. There has been a huge increase in UFO sightings in the last two years. Crazy. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like people now, I hate to say they believe in UFOs, but they expect to see UFOs. My son just turned two. Mm Mm-hmm. You think that's a coincidence? Uh, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> They're after my boy. I don't know. So, you know, my conspiratorial mind, the nefarious nature of of things and powers and principalities makes me wonder about what is coming. Now, right. you can think of it as like some kind of government conspiracy that's trying to basically condition us so that if something really weird does happen, then people, you know, will just buy it. They'll accept it. COVID. <coughs> yeah, COVID. Uh, what if an alien suddenly appeared in Washington, D.C.? What if Joe Biden comes out saying, here's my buddy uh, Ralph from some, Ralph. you know, distant galaxy? People would probably be like, okay, Joe, we get it. You're crazy. <laughs> You're a line dog face pony soldier. Well, I don't know. You know, I'd I just be I, up to his normal stereotypical personality. But, you know, if you think about the way we've been conditioned for the last 50 years in just say in entertainment alone, uh, the kind of movies that are out and have been out forever, like for everything from the War of the Worlds all the way through Star Wars. And, and now we've got all these movies with you know, the Marvel Universe and all of these beings that come from another planet like Superman. It makes you wonder what would really happen if something extraterrestrial or interdimensional did show up. Could people make the leap? You know, I, th- I think in our current climate, people would definitely just be like, "Oh yeah, that's crazy." It would be like a big sensational thing, but yeah. I think and maybe I don't they'd think it, celebrate it. I don't think there'd be like mass suicides and this isn't what I do as a grown up because we. Like you said, we've been conditioned for it. It's like, yeah, for, I bet you it's pretty unanimous. Most people would agree that there's a chance that there's not just us in the in the, the whole universe. universe. Yeah, yeah, in all of eternity, know. you know. Well, it reminds me of that scene in uh, what was that uh, Independence Day? And <laughs> what did people do when they showed up? I mean, there were people that went out and they were holding up banners and signs and getting on the roof, like "Welcome, yeah. take me home," you know. Yeah. I kind of wonder if that's probably pretty accurate. I think a lot of people would celebrate well, the yeah. idea that we aren't alone and it would be like a big party time. How many cults are just built on like some spaceship or intergalactic thing yeah. or comet coming down and taking us all with them to go join the netherverse or whatever they want to call yeah. it? Yeah. 
The basic idea of Heaven's Gate was that you would chemically and biologically transform your body, becoming a next level alien, and then you would physically get on board the UFO, which would sail off into heaven. It says Heaven's Gate away team. 39 to beam up. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty common thing. Mm-hmm. Just to have this idea, and it makes sense because you look up at the sky at night and there's just dots and they're floating around in a black void. There's no way my insignificance in the world, in the universe, yeah. is the only significance. Yeah. You know, okay, okay, let's throw out another thing here since we're kind of delving into the subject a little bit. So you look at, at religion. And you look at the imagery and cosmology of what is going to happen in end times. And you have basically that kind of scenario. A mothership coming and taking away people. In some religions, yeah. Yeah, so like in Christianity, they call that kind of thing the rapture, right? Where all of a sudden, you know, God shows up and everybody that believes in God gets taken away. Poop! They're gone, right? Um, And then you also have, in other religions, there's going to be some big, huge revelation where this Messiah person will show up and that will fix everything through a time of chaos and turmoil. It's just really weird. and It's almost like these alien alien creatures or UFOs or whatever are going to come and all of a sudden we're going to be face-to-face with with something that's otherworldly. That's totally true. That's exactly, there's no doubt about it. If something came to our planet just Mm -hmm. randomly, it would change our life. It would change the world completely in this second. And we don't have things like that typically. Like the nuclear bomb maybe, Hiroshima going off maybe kind of had a similar effect. But even like uh, like terrorist attacks that we've had. 9-11? Yeah, 9-11. They don't have the same effect globally of just... What the f-, f? Yeah, you know, you everybody the in the world would thing? have. Yeah, the world would have the same collective yeah. mind of what? Yeah, there wouldn't be just like, oh no, we did that. Yeah, or oh, people are terrible. How could they? It would be just what the. F-? Yeah, <laughs> what is going off? Well, the well, record. Think, of, yeah. think about this for for a half a second. Never before in history and time has there been the ability to instantaneously broadcast to every corner of the earth, right? To stream information from one side of the planet to the other of something that happened. So if an alien landed in Washington, D.C. on the Capitol building, it would instantly be known by every corner of the planet. Yeah, for sure. It's You take COVID, right? And how impactful that was to us. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Italy and all these places just shut down and people are dying and all kinds of crazy things. And even in places where COVID wasn't a big deal, they're putting masks out. And if it was something that was like so defined, like we have a new species of dinosaur running around. It's a T-Rex found in Australia. It would be like, the world would just be like, what the heck? And then if you put mm-hmm. alien into the mix, something from another planet has come down and landed and tried to talk with us mm-hmm. on the White House lawn. Everything would just stop. 
I don't yeah. think COVID would exist anymore if an alien landed on the White House lawn. <laughs> it like, it wouldn't be, like, be front page anymore. You what wouldn't be the worried fuck? about it. <laughs> Everything would just be like in, in, over yeah. the entire world. People would probably yeah. celebrate. It'd be a national holiday, international holiday. It'd be the biggest thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, you know, I always thought about that, like from my religious background, right? They always talk about Jesus coming back again. Mm-hmm. And every eye will see, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's a possibility. And okay, so replace the name of Jesus with alien man or Whoa. or something like that. If something, someone, some being showed up outside of what is expected. So outside of our time-space continuum, outside of our, our dimension, outside of our inner space and outer space, then it would be everywhere instantly all eyes would be glued to it. We would be wondering what in the heck is going on. I mean, okay, so maybe it wasn't a person. Maybe it's an object. What was that uh, movie with uh, Keanu Reeves? It was a remake. Do you remember it had that? Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah, it had Keanu Reeves in it. The Matrix. It? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, John it was, Wick. It was a... <laughs> it wasn't was the only one. two Keanu Reeves It wasn't Keanu. It wasn't John Wick. That's like totally opposite. It's um, kind of the same. The aliens come down. And they see how much one guy is willing to do for his dead dog, and they have mercy on the world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm scanning through his uh, movies right now, mm. and you will know it as soon as I say it. You'll be going, "Oh yeah, oh here it is." The day the Earth stood still. I haven't seen it. So that one's about you know basically what we're talking about. This uh, spacecraft lands in Central Park, and this guy um, in the black. Uh, Ken Reeves gets out and basically falls in love with this lady or the lady kind of helps him or whatever because nice. of humankind being so destructive and filled with evil and violence, they're going to destroy the earth or at least all the humans on the earth on the planet. And mm. uh, anyway, she, by her actions, stops him. What are you saying? If the earth dies, you die. If you die, the earth survives. There are only a handful of planets in the cosmos that are capable of supporting complex life. You can't do this. This one can't be allowed to perish. We can change. We could still turn things around. We've watched, we've waited and hoped that you would change. Please. It's reached the tipping point. We have to act. Please. We'll undo the damage you've done and give the Earth a chance to begin again. Don't do this. Please. We could change. We can change. The decision is made. The process has begun. Um, Aww, that's so yeah. sweet. But it was that kind of thing, you know, the day the earth stood still. That's what would happen. The earth would stand uh, still. Yeah. All eyes, all ears. I mean, you think like uh, the media conferences that we have now about COVID or even when 9-11 happened. I mean, those things captivated the world for what, two or three days? 10 days, maybe COVID's yeah. been a couple of years, but it, you know, people hate it. I wonder, my conspiratorial brain says, are we headed towards something? Are right. we headed towards some kind of, and maybe it will even be some kind of big fake, big hoax that somebody's, like trying, <laughs> somebody's trying to pull over somebody else's eyes. Right. Or maybe it'll be something real. I don't know. Yeah. But these UFO sightings kind of make me think about that. Yeah, it is weird. I think the UFO thing just kind of opens up a whole conversation about every conspiracy, but in a different way, because I think like 
what is the word? Is it zeitgeist? Is that the right zeitgeist. word? Yeah. Uh-huh. Does that mean like the collective mind of people's subconscious? I don't know what zeitgeist means. Will you Google it? Yeah, I'm looking it up. The general beliefs, ideas, and spirit of a time and place, or the general intellectual, moral, and cultural climate of an era. Um, okay. and I think that's another, pretty spot on. Yeah, here's another section. This is from Merriam-Webster. Uh, did you know scholars have long maintained that each era has a unique spirit, a nature or climate that sets it apart from all other epochs? The epoch- in, Ger- in German, such a spirit is known as Zeitgeist. Oh, that's from the German, German word. From the German words Zeit, meaning time, and Geist, meaning spirit mm-hmm. or ghost. Like poltergeist, poking yeah. ghost, knocking yeah. ghost. Yeah, so I think you use that correctly. I think I did a good job. Yeah, so what were you saying about that? <laughs> Crickets. I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember what I was saying? My train of thought. You were saying that uh, zeitgeist. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, well. I think I was talking about the uh, because we have this idea that there are other things in our zeitgeist, and it's kind of socially accepted that you can think that. If something did happen, it would be like a global change, but not like the end of the world. It wouldn't be. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. I think I know what you're saying is that the climate of the world isn't so regional anymore, especially in the terms of potential UFOs or supernatural aliens or visitors from outer space. That the zeitgeist of that is that, you know, that could be something that may happen. So. Yeah. People, I don't, I don't know if they'd freak out like you know they would have maybe a hundred years ago. They'd just be there, you know, waiting with open arms, a fistful of mm-hmm. unsanitary masks, and a bottle of hand sanitizer. Or be like, "Welcome could, to Earth." Sorry. So then that makes me think about from our strange gods conversations that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, is this something that has happened before? I mean, we could talked be. about... I think it talked, super could be. We talked about how the women of old mated with creatures that were of a different kind of flesh. And mm. they created these super beings called the Nephilim. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so there you have this kind of weird thing. So maybe this is something that's not unique or new. Maybe it's already happened before. But anyway, that takes us down a whole different rabbit trail. Yeah, I want to pull it back. Because, you know, I talked a little bit about UFOs being tied to the cattle mutilation phenomena. And I think since we kicked off our initial episodes of the podcast, the first ones we did were about cattle mutilations. I'd like to Mm -hmm. kind of go back there and visit that topic. It's a good tying point because we're talking about UFOs. And we're talking about the conspiracies that potentially is behind UFOs. And now maybe we could carry that insight back to our original topic of cattle mutilations and maybe do a little uh, digging on the more recent events, which there have been quite a few new cattle mutilations throughout the world. Yeah, it was weird, like, right when we started doing the cattle mutilations episode, the first ones, and we we had a rough go because it was, like, our first try podcast, you know, stuff. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, was, I give us a fine. lot of grace because we we're not podcasters. We're not solid two and a half stars out. <laughs> but unless you're Polly sixty four, unless you're Polly, then it's seventeen <laughs> minutes of our lives completely I'll wasted. Never get back. 
Oh, a cracker. I could have been eating a cracker. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> Polly's going to be just the name for people who don't like me now. I know. It's our Karen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Poly... the, the A strange thing Karen is a Polly. Yep. Polly wanted cracker. Anyway, Polly. we had a point and we got distracted with the Polly thing. Dang it. We I kicked remember. off original. Co- oh, yeah. Original thing. Okay. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool or weird or something how we kicked off with our cattle mutilation stuff. And, you know, we had a, it was a little rougher because we had our first couple episodes in that realm. That's a, a little bit of a rough realm to get into anyway. But then as soon as we started talking about it, and maybe it was because it was in our own personal zeitgeist, <laughs> but uh, it was like all of a sudden there's all these cattle mutilations around. Well, you know, and it wasn't then, just zeitgeist. It was actually true. Like, right after we started, there were those cattle mutilations in Oregon. Yeah. Uh, which was yeah. really weird. It was like, and it happened, like, honestly, like, the day after or right right when we started weird. talking about it, new cattle mutilations. And they hadn't, I hadn't heard about any of them for probably 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the weird yeah. thing. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's because we were a little more aware and open to it. No. But... That's your opinion, but you were aware and open to it. So I'm just playing the the bias that, you know, just kind of. I can guarantee you there hadn't been any reports in the local newspapers of cattle mutilations for probably a decade. And then all of a sudden they're on front page news because my point is mutilated in Oregon. My point is. Testicles off. Oh, what the? My (laughs) point is. My point is that. Because, you know, we started with that, then we saw it almost immediately, and now it's kind of been, like, trickling consistently, it seems like, yeah. since we talked about it. And yeah. th- and that's where I wonder if it's because we're aware of it and we, we got lucky with the Oregon thing because it was closer. Well, but it you seems know, like there's just stuff kind of popping up constantly. During that same time, I was contacted by a friend of mine who was in local law enforcement and told me about two cattle mutilations that took place close to where we live in this county. In fact, um, just a few weeks ago, I got on my motorcycle and rode some really horrible roads out to this remote BLM land area where they have open range for cows and saw this site where there had been three cattle deaths. Two of them were obviously mutilations. And for those of you who haven't heard about cattle mutilations, they usually have some telltale signs that tie them together that make them something that's unique and called cattle mutilation rather than, you know, just natural deaths. But we'll, t- we'll talk about that. I think we should talk about that in our next episode. I think we should jump back in there, go from UFOs, take UFO sightings in with cattle mutilation findings, and do an episode just kind of to bring people up to date with like the new stuff that's been going on with cattle mutilations. But anyway, yeah, let's do that. I mean, we've been talking for a long time. We should probably get out of this episode, and then next one we'll hit cattle mutilations. And uh, you think there's any cattle mutilations up around Idaho City? I'm sure there have been. We should figure that out and go investigate it, and also well, kill the deer. The interesting thing about cattle mutilations is that, or mutilations in general, is that they're not all cattle. If there is some kind of deep dark secret behind these that's more uh, say conspiratorial nefarious then you know what could that be 
I want to get into that a little bit because that would also include right. mutilations of other creatures such as deer. Maybe the reasons why Elks. we see UFOs around these sites of cattle mutilations tie them maybe Could together a little bit, at least as a hypothesis. Hypothesis. Well, let's hypothesize. Yes. All right. Sounds good. So why don't you close this out and then we'll just uh, get on with it next time. Well, if you don't feel uncomfortable when talking about the uh, finer workings of hamburger, tri-tip, steak, riblets, stuff like that, then uh, join us next time for some cold drinks and some super strange conversation. (laughs) Absolutely. Taters. Taters. Taters.